welcome to the One Life Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Hall, and I'm so excited to talk about all things related to type 1 diabetes, weight loss, and how I managed to turn my life around after years of living in diabetes denial. I have lost 20 kilos and have become a qualified weight management practitioner in the process. I want this podcast to inspire you to live your best life, your healthiest life. Let's go. Welcome to episode two of One Life. I am so grateful you are here. Now, in today's podcast, I want to discuss what I wish my mom and I were taught when I was first diagnosed at 12 years old. So I have had type 1 diabetes for 22 years now. And, you know, if you've been following me on my Instagram, I've been very vulnerable in sharing how pretty much for the first 19 years of living with type 1, I was just in denial. I never accepted it. And I think a huge reason for this was because my very first endocrinologist that I got when I was 12 years old approached my diabetes more from the point of view that if I don't have perfect sugar control, he would harp on every single time I went into his office about the consequences of poor sugar control. It scared the absolute crap out of me, uh, to say the least, and it just got to a point that I couldn't handle it anymore. So I would write out uh, these great sugar levels in my logbook. I would just fake it. But my HbA1c uh, showed otherwise he wasn't silly. He knew what was going on. And every time I went into that office, I stepped in his office, I would burst into tears. I just could not control these tears. I knew what I was in for. It was literally a lecture every single time I went in. I looked like this crazy sort of moody teenage girl, but I was absolutely petrified of this disease. And it just got to the point that I knew I could never obtain uh, this perfect sugar level control that he was after. So I felt like a failure. And I know my mum was really, really struggling with it too. We have no type 1 in our family. We didn't even know of type 1 diabetes when I was diagnosed. Uh, And I was diagnosed just before uh, computers existed. I think they were just uh, coming about and Google was just coming about. And I remember I was one of uh, the first out of my friends uh, to have a computer. Mum and dad went and bought one. And yeah, it was actually only 10 years ago, mum and I were talking and she said, Mel, the reason we were one of the first to buy a computer was because I was on a mission to find out how to control your type 1 diabetes. In no way do I want to come across like I'm slagging off this endocrinologist because he was a nice guy. I could tell he was a nice guy. It was just his approach. It was so scary. It was just all about the consequences. And I think I speak on behalf of most of us type 1 diabetics, if not all, tell us the consequences once of this disease and we are fully aware. You don't need to tell us anymore. So what I wish my endocrinologist had told my mum and I upon diagnosis when we went into his office for the very first time is, Melissa, your sugar levels are going to go out of range and what I want you to do is try your absolute best. 
my goal for you is to help you to achieve a HbA1c under seven. But Melissa, you need to know that there are going to be situations and times where your sugar levels aren't in range. And that's because you're a teenage girl and you're obviously getting used to uh, a new way of eating. And we're going to continually have to correct your insulin doses because as you're going through your teenage years, they're going to change. There's going to be a lot of situations that are going to throw your sugar levels uh, out of range other than just food. But I am here to support you to reach this goal of a HbA1c under seven. Melissa, I just want you to try your best. But nope, that's not what happened. I would sit in the chair next to my mum with tears streaming down my face, watching my endo, flip through my fake logbook sugar levels, just knowing, bracing myself for what was about to come. He was about to launch into Melissa. You've got to start taking care of yourself. You've got to start testing. You've got to get these sugar levels uh, in range all of the time because these are the consequences. And then he'd go on to list the consequences. Oh, it was, it was seriously actually traumatic. So just over three years ago, I made one of the best decisions in my life, and that was joining the Diabetes Instagram community. I had had an epiphany prior, and I was in the middle of losing uh, all of my weight, and I got to, for the first time in my life, start meeting other type 1 diabetics. I went to a high school with 2,000 students, and at the time, I was the only one with type 1. I always just felt so different, and I always just felt so alone. So this Instagram community taught me so much and actually helped me to break through this stigma that I needed to have my sugar levels in range 24-7. And how this come about is I noticed that there were a lot of profiles, a lot of type 1s who went on to explain that they had a HbA1c in the fives. And I, at the time, uh, HbA1c, look, it was coming down at this stage, but uh, it had been in the tens for pretty much over 19 years. And I remember just reaching out to a few of these accounts with a HbA1c in the fives and I would ask them, how do you get your HbA1c in the fives? And after a lot of messaging back and forth, the biggest takeaway I got was people with a HbA1c in the fives still go out of range. Their sugar levels aren't in between a certain range 100% of the time, meaning they technically don't have perfect sugar control. What they do have is exceptional sugar control. And there was just such an aha moment for me when I realized this. I thought throughout my whole teens that if when I went and tested my sugar levels, which was not very often, that if they weren't in range, I was a failure. I was a bad diabetic. But no, this is not the case at all. And this is a message that I just want to preach today that you can have a HbA1c in the fives. You can virtually replicate a non-diabetic. However, in regards to type 1 diabetes, when our pancreases do not produce any insulin, the chances are we are going to go out of range at times for no fault of our own, meaning, again, our hormones, stress, work, family, on and on it goes. So it's not about striving for perfection anymore. It's about striving for exceptional sugar control. And when you test your sugar levels and they aren't in range, just to take a breath and realize, you know what? 
I have tried my best. I have absolutely done my best. This is just a little bit of an annoyance. This is a part of type 1 diabetes. And I think there's nearly 10 million type 1 diabetics in the world. And I'll tell you now, we're all feeling the same way. It's frustrating, but this message needs to get across to everyone that it's okay. It's actually just part of this disease, even though I hate saying disease, but it just is. So today or tonight, whenever you're listening to this and you have tested your sugar levels and you're out of range, but you know you've done your best, well, you have done your best. And this is just part of living with type 1 diabetes. We're all with you. We're feeling it. We all feel the same. But it is time to get this message across. We need to strive for exceptional sugar control, not perfect sugar control, because perfect in my eyes means 100% time in range. And in my opinion, it just doesn't exist. Yes, I have seen type 1 diabetics with time in range 90 to 95%, but again, that 5%, I hope they're not frustrated by that. I hope they realize that this is just part of living with type 1 diabetes. I said this in my first episode and I'll say it again. I have the utmost respect for anybody living with type 1 diabetes. I know some days can be very incredibly hard, but I am so freaking proud of you. And if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you have completely stopped testing your sugar levels, I just hope that I inspire you to get back on and test them regardless of where they're at because you'll just never know. You think you may know, okay, right now I'm high because I feel a bit thirsty, but you actually could be low. I know I'm just speaking from experience and sometimes when I had the shakes and thought I was low, I was actually high and I only realized this from testing my sugar levels and ultimately it was game changing. I was able to get my HbA1c finally back into range. My endo so happy with it, but it took work and it took me bringing down that wall of striving for perfection because I realized it just doesn't exist. So I hope this episode inspires you to just get back on the testing bandwagon And remember, when you see an outer range sugar level, you just say to yourself, wow, okay, that's okay. I'm not striving for perfection. I'm striving for exceptional. And this is part of having type 1 diabetes. I know this isn't easy, but speaking from personal experience, once you really get into the habit of testing all day long, it does get easier. And never forget, you do deserve to live your best life, your healthiest life. Huge love for you.